0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 204. Three tips for learning English with an expert on italki. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally
1: get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from Boston, USA. In today's episode with special guest Tony Marsh, you're going to learn three outside the box ways to improve your English. Hey Lindsay, can you give me an update on
0: that conversation service? Sure, Gabby. So we actually have decided not to create the conversation service here at All Ears English, but you guys have continued to ask us where you can practice your conversation. And we have some awesome ideas for you over on our resources page. Also, you guys have asked us where you can practice your vocabulary, get TOEFL help, IELTS help. Go over to allearsenglish.com resources and find all your answers there. Would you like to find a native English speaker to practice English with online when you finish listening to today's podcast? With italki, you can quickly get your own professional native English teacher with the click of a button. Working with italki teachers is 30% more cost effective than finding your own English teacher in your hometown, and it's so much easier. We've worked out a special deal for you. If you go to italki before this offer runs out, you'll get 10 US dollars in credits to work with the teacher of your choice for free. This offer runs out soon, so schedule your first lesson for this week. Go to allearsenglish.com slash italki. That's www.allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. So today, let's talk about today's super fan. All Ears English super fan is Burn. Burn, that's
1: awesome. Byrne has been Burn. listening to All Ears English since the beginning and he's been a big fan. He's been very into All Ears English. He's been
0: supportive. He's been commenting, leaving reviews. Awesome. Oh my god Burned is awesome And what does Burn do? We asked him what he does With the podcast To learn and to move To the next level He says that he puts Energy and power Into his learning By imitating native speakers That he hears On our podcast And in other places um, And just He puts that power Into it To listen to it And to mirror What he hears And he also does this Using the transcript So that is an awesome Strategy Yeah I love it He's using The power of emotions To use and remember
1: how to speak like a native, like an American English speaker.
0: And this is a gem of wisdom from Byrne. We asked Byrne what the key is to success in English and life. And I love his answer. Do you want to know his answer, guys? Oh, Yeah. Oh, this is so cool. He says, the key to success in English in life is consistency. So practice, practice, practice. I love it. Consistency is so underrated, but it's so important. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, we want to say thank you so much to Byrne for being an amazing super fan. And keep listening.
1: you doing? Hey Gabby, I'm great. (laughs) And you? Uh, Doing great. Thank you. I'm really excited because uh, I have a great guest with us today, Tony Marsh. He is a language teacher online and in Chicago in the US. And he actually teaches English, Spanish, Portuguese, Arabic, and a little Chinese to adults. Uh, Yeah, I know. Adults, corporations, (laughs) and the government. I mean... Tony, you're awesome. You do it all. How are you doing? Thank
2: you. Thank you. Hello, I'm good. How are you? Hey <laughs> Very Very Tony. Good. Very thanks good. for Hi. coming today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited because you have so much experience learning and teaching um, more than one language. And so I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about how our listeners can make the most of their learning. Like, what are some tips you have for learning English online? Or, you know, if if your tips Transfer over to face to face. That's great too. But just tell us, if if you would, a few of your tips for learning, especially for learning English, but maybe if they apply to other languages too. But um, but yeah, just share with us what what could you tell our, our audience about learning English online?
2: Right. Well, I think uh, I think the the things you have to do to learn a language are going to be the same whether you're learning online or learning face to face. The first. Uh, the first thing that I ask students to do when uh, when they begin to study with me is, is I say ask yourself what do I want to say and to whom. And this uh, is true at the beginning and this is true <clears throat> when you're intermediate and when you're advanced. Always keep in mind what do you want to say and to whom.
1: Mm. And this is
2: helpful <clears throat> because it's, it's easy to become overwhelmed looking at, at a book or something in front of you that has, has all these exercises and all this vocabulary. And the illusion is that in order to learn this language, you have to learn all of these words. And that's kind of the high school Spanish way. It's learn this vocab list, learn that vocab list. Yes. Uh, but it, it's really not helping you in your conversation, which is a, a very important thing. It's 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 to remember what, what do I want to say and to whom. And so if all you have to say, for example, is... Um, and, in an extreme example, ticket, please, thank you, ticket, please, thank you. If you can say mm-hmm. that, then you I would consider you fluent in that language because you can accomplish all of the linguistic tasks that you need now, of course, yeah. most of us want to say more than just you know a few words, but there 's still a very sort of um, uh, defined set of uh, types of tasks like introducing yourself asking questions describing places talking about past present future and if you can likes and dislikes yeah. and if you can do those things and plan to actually take the language you're you're learning and go out and find someone to speak with, or maybe you already have someone to speak with, um, then you're going to be way ahead of the game as opposed to just sitting there and, and trying to memorize something without really um, ever having the intention to go and use it.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. a lot of our listeners might be familiar with the the traditional classroom, like you said, in right. high school, where you learn to say the pen is on Yet. the table.
2: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no.
0: How does that help you? Like, Who are you going to Exactly. Say that too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like this method because it's very practical, and I think our listeners are really looking for practical solutions right now. So yes. this is right on.
2: Yep. Yeah. This, the second point, yeah. then, that grows from that is—is—is uh, is, is I have a catchphrase. I say, "Learn a little, use a lot." So mm-hmm. the opposite of that, then, is learning all of these words, right, and not planning to use it. But yeah. uh, if you just learn a little, like how to introduce, how to do these these few things, and go out and use it with twenty different people, your language <laughs> is going to start to grow like a snowball.
1: Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. So you could use the same phrase, but with many people in many different situations.
2: That's exactly. Exactly what I do. The, the, mm. the, the way I got my start in Mandarin was in New York City. I decided to learn how to say hello and I ran around going ni hao, ni hao, like no. to everyone. <laughs> and I maybe got two people to like not look at me weird or even look at me at all. Um, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and then I got one who, who would, you know, humor me in a conversation and I picked up a few more words, which I then carried on running around using those new words. So I did, it grows like a snowball if, you, if, you, if you'll just use a little bit with a lot of people.
1: That's yeah. great, and it probably makes it easier to remember too, because I know repetition is really
2: important. Yes, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I call it preparing your routine.
0: Yeah, Very I like cool. this. There's a real sense of experimentation in this too, which I think is so key with learning.
2: Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. you have I think to. I think children are like that. They they learn a little bit and they use this, They just run around trying to use it. Oh, that's yeah. I'm thing. picturing
0: yeah. a little kid running around exactly. I love it. That's
2: me.
1: <laughs> and you, yeah, even as an adult, you have to kind of push yourself and just talk to lots of different people.
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very cool. Yeah, I love it. So learn a little, but then get out there and use it.
2: Exactly. Awesome. And if I could, if I could then just give my third point, yeah. which is sort of ties that all together. Is uh, it's to understand this is another catchphrase language teaches itself. And what I mean by that, Mm. um, I want to quote a a Hungarian polyglot named uh, uh, Kato Lom. She says, You learn grammar from language, not language from grammar. In other words, Mm. there's no amount of grammatical rules or explicit, you know, noun follows adjective, or that's going to, you know, equate to fluency in a language. But rather, by using the language, those grammatical patterns will uh, become apparent to you even unconsciously. So uh, an right. example I like to use is, say in Spanish, instead of saying green tea, the word order, the correct word order is tea green. Right. Now once you've learned that, I'm not necessarily interested in in sitting back and saying, oh, well, the noun uh, comes before the adjective. <laughs> I'm not worried about <laughs> grammatical jargon. But rather, is yeah. <clears throat> soon as I learn the word for blue and then maybe the word for sky, I'm going to know that it's not blue sky like it is in English, but rather sky blue. And the reason that it's sky blue is because it's tea green, not because of the rule, but because of a previous example, which taught me... The pattern implicitly. That's yeah. why language teaches itself. I don't teach you the language. Um, a grammatical book doesn't teach you the language. We learn the language through the language. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's like how that. kids learn, right? Oh, I mean,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I hear kids say, "I jumped, I danced, yep. I played," and therefore <laughs> they'll even say, "I goad, I brand, yep. I bite," which isn't correct, of course, but it's okay. They got their point across, right? Uh, and it gives an adult. Uh, the opportunity to correct the child in that moment, so by by making those mistakes they're improving. The adult has uh, often has that trepidation about making mistakes or sounding you know silly or like a child yeah, but that 's a problem. You need to make as many mistakes. I always say if you have a thousand mistakes to make, try to make them as quick as possible. Oh,
0: Absolutely. I love it. I like yeah. that experimentation and just implementing things quickly.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, and the more you try things out, I think, you know, your your brain is always looking for patterns and it's always looking for the the fastest, easiest way to do things. So it's, like you said, it's going to notice the grammar from the language. So you need a lot of language, though, in order to to realize those rules. So you have to listen a lot. You have to speak a lot. And I I think that makes a lot of sense.
2: Exactly. You ask yourself what you want to say and to whom you go out and do it. You learn a little, uh, use it a lot, and then allow that language, allow that bank of information to begin to organize itself in your mind, which it will do
0: very cool. Mm. And Tony, if if we're still stuck in the old way of thinking in terms of subject object verb, how do we get out of that?
2: <clears throat> well, I don't think there's anything wrong with um <clears throat> with analyzing uh, language for its parts of speech, and I have many students who like that, and, and I can cater to those students as well. They'll say, oh, "What's yeah. the? Is that a direct or indirect object, and why?" <laughs> like. and, and, and I oh, love God. that personally. I am like that. See, I, uh... I, I kind of do it. All. I, I'm the ch- I'm childlike, but I'm also um, I'm also in, interested in, in 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 being able to explain everything. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily uh, necessarily a problem. It only becomes a problem when adults substitute that kind of Learning uh, mm-hmm. for actual using, and, mm. and what I find is that there is that um, that uh, trepidation about speaking in a new language, and so uh, adults justify not uh, putting themselves out there, or taking risks in the language by saying, "Well, I don't know the language enough yet, right? Mm. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be smart of me to to fly right. a plane but if I haven't had, it, had comment, enough yeah. lessons, you know." Yeah, uh, so comment. they do the same in yeah. language; they'll say. They'll they'll say, uh, you know, I'll I'll speak, I'll begin using the language once I'm fluent, but the promise you never become fluent.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. (laughs) And what is fluency, right? Like you said, if you can say ticket please, I mean that's…
2: Fluency is being able to say what you want to say and and, and maybe not even perfectly or maybe not even the exact way that you would say it in your first language, but rather finding a way to say it, circumlocating, which is huge for me. It's one of the main things that I teach is is how to think in the target language and I mean from day one if all you know how to say is hello like I did in Chinatown all yeah. I'm thinking about is saying hello. I'm not trying. So as I add to my routine, <clears throat> I keep track, keep take inventory of what's in my routine. Yeah. And I only choose items, possibilities, patterns, vocab from my routine. Mm. And that's my thought process. I'm not thinking mm. in English and trying to translate. That can never happen. It must never happen. And I'm teaching. It's a mental discipline from day one to rely solely on your routine and not try to translate or think in the other language.
1: I love that because we know how many problems can come from translation, direct translation. It's just a mess.
0: Exactly. So
1: let me sort of recap um, what you said because I really love the points that you brought up. I think they're really helpful. I want to make sure that I got them right. So your first point was ask yourself, what do I want to say and to whom? Correct. Okay. And then the second one was learn a little, like learn a few words, a few phrases, but then use them a lot with a lot of different people. Okay. And then language teaches itself. So, yeah. So just um, pay attention to the patterns that you see or you hear and try to sort of deduct the grammar from that, not necessarily learning the grammar first and like analyzing the language and um, talking about the language. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So, yeah. So, um, I know that you've been, you've been starting to teach online. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? You're, you're teaching on, on italki.
2: Yes, I've begun uh teaching on italki, and I absolutely love it. Uh, so it, it allows me uh to meet with people from <clears throat> I've I've been to Alaska, I've been to the Ukraine, I've oh. been to Santa Fe recently. You know, um <clears throat> and uh it, it's absolutely awesome. Uh the students are great. Everyone's there because they really wanna learn. They wanna learn conveniently, they wanna learn um uh in a fun way and it's really nice to be able to to work with people um, from home on italki.
1: Very cool, very cool. So yeah, if people want to find out more about your teaching and what you do, um, where can they find out about you?
2: Well. I have a website that's uh, mm-hmm. www.tonymarshmethod.com, mm-hmm. Uh, and that has a, a bit of my history. It's got um, a, a blog on there, which I, which I post to, um, uh, so p- people can see me there. Uh, um, on italki, my username is all one word, Tony Marsh Method, and I would love to meet with absolutely everyone. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, between those two places, that's pretty much where I, where I am right now online.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. and and for people to get over to Italki, the b- best place to go, right, is earsenglish dot com slash Italki. Yeah,
1: oh. yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have a um, a special uh, a special arrangement where people can get uh, what is it? What is it, Lindsay? It's, so
0: they can get ten U.S. dollars yeah. to go towards an English lesson. So essentially, ten free dollars yeah. um, to put that towards a lesson with Tony or someone else. Yeah, yeah. So I I hope that
1: um, that you know, for all of our, what, 25,000 listeners, I hope you get 25,000 new lessons, Tony. <laughs> thank you much. I hope so. Can you handle that? I,
2: I'll see what I can do.
1: Awesome. <laughs> very cool. Well, it's been great hearing your tips for language learning, and I think they're applicable um, for online or in person or anywhere, just as you said. So I really appreciate that you shared those with us.
0: My pleasure. Yeah, thank, thank
2: you. you. Thank you, Tony.
0: Thanks for coming. This has been great. Yeah. My thank you. Great. We'll
1: talk to you soon, Tony. Bye for now. Okay.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Take care. See you on italki. See
0: you there. Right. If you want to put your ears into English more often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.